Welcome to the Sean Morgan Report. This is Dwayne Cates with The Soul War Show. This is exclusively on locals for the first 24 hours. But Dwayne, we were talking before the show about the East Palestine attack, and that's how I'm framing it in my mind, and I think you as well. That this, There's so many red flags as to this was not just an accident. Can we go through those? Absolutely. Um, I, I was covering uh, this in a piece I wrote for Substack on February 14th, that basically says America is under attack. And the reasoning is the timing. Uh, so people are like, well, what's your proof? Well, my proof is it happened. And it happened uh, back on February 3rd, 2023. The timing of, of, of this accident is, is too pat. The, the damage it's being, uh, it's causing is uh, people are going to be uh, maybe a decade trying to, to comprehend the exact extent of how much harm has been done to the environment in not just the city of Palestine, but also Ohio and Pennsylvania. We're also, uh, you mentioned reports of people in New York uh, talking about uh, something in the atmosphere uh, affecting their eyes and, and sinuses. So looking at that, uh, it, it's now, uh, I, I would have to ask the question, here's a question nobody I have heard nobody ask this. Okay, five tanker cars of vinyl chloride. Who purchased the vinyl chloride? Where was it being shipped and why? Has anybody asked that yeah. question? Good point. That makes me think about the idea that, that uh, Warren Buffett bought up almost all the railroads, uh, and he already pre-gave his fortune, one of the biggest fortunes in the world, to the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. So that just shows you his alliances. All of his money goes to abortions. That's what his number one uh, philanthropic uh, issue he believes in is uh, killing babies. Good Lord, I didn't know that. But uh, one, one thing I need to point out since the name Warren Buffett has been brought up, uh, yes, he controls, you know, he's basically a rail baron. Just He is the rail baron uh, for North America, not, not, not just America, but also Canada. Um, and one of the reasons, if you were wondering why, uh, one of the uh, first things Biden did upon on entering office was shut down the XL pipeline. There you go. Pipelines would be a much more uh, safe uh, medium to transport hazardous uh, materials or chemicals. But no, uh, Warren and the railroads uh, have obviously created a monopoly. They'll never call it that. And now we're discovering uh, that there were apparently uh, that there was an issue up to half an hour before this train derailed. Uh, there's video of the wheels having caught fire. And there's an unsubstantiated report. I haven't substantiated it yet that uh, the engineers or people uh, who were connected to the railway via sensors on the tracks picked up the heat uh, uh, readings or a heat alarm was set off. The ordinary uh, procedure when that happens is just halt the train. If there's a fire, you put it out and you figure out what's making the wheels smoke. And that you don't just uh, drive, <laughs> conduct a train for, for a half an hour with the wheels on fire, <laughs> driving it into a town. And here's something else that this was posted the uh, day before yesterday by D.C. Drano, uh, a.k.a. Roger Handley, and that is that there are two culverts which are positioned in East Palestine 
this wreck occurred directly over both culverts, which empty into the Ohio River. Uh, so what these chemicals, which were laid fallow for two days before uh, Shapiro as governor and DeWine as, um, let's see, Shapiro was governor, DeWine is, I can't remember, uh, but but he, he was also me- making the decision. They decided yeah, the Ohio governor and the Pennsylvania governor. Oh, that's right. Okay. So DeWine is uh, Ohio, Ohio and yeah. Shapiro is Pennsylvania. Okay. Yep. Uh, they made the decision to burn the chemicals after it laid, it had lain fallow over two open culverts for, for over 48 hours. And then of course they made, uh, and I, I described this in my substance, uh, uh, sub piece as the best, of, of two horrible outcomes. Not only did they, did they wait long enough for it to enter the water table of the Ohio, uh, uh, river basin. Then they set it on fire and put it yeah. into the atmosphere. If, it would, it, it, this is for maximum damage, right? To, to, to get it in the groundwater and in the air airborne uh, across the winds of the, the entire region. I've heard reports that in New York city, people can smell chlorine in the air. Uh, so, you know, th- this is, I, I, there are some people who believe that this is over overplayed, you know, that, that there is not that big of ecological damage, but I, I tend to think, uh, that we don't know yet. So it's a little early to tell how it could be affecting downriver and, and, and so forth. But, uh, nevertheless, the idea is this isn't the last attack. This is just one of many, right? And this is. Uh, look in Kissimmee, Florida. I mean, how many acres uh, of a factory, uh, chicken factory, was set on fire there? And then all the other train derailments and all the other factory fires. It's like this. These are attacks on our on our infrastructure. So, can you talk to, to us about that? The idea of that. Okay, I, d- I did a uh, piece uh, last year around June called "Why Every American Household Needs a Peace of Mind Pantry." And uh, which is true, you do, because just look at what's happening to the food prices. They're they're estimating there may be food riots later this year in certain deep blue cities because they're literally going to run out of food. Um, Speaking to that, uh, that that piece, I talked about uh, Victor Davis Hanson and his book, The Second World Wars, which I highly recommend anybody wanting to understand how America won that war. Victor Davis Hanson lays it out. He does it so brilliantly. He actually, and I'm somebody that is a hobby historian, have studied the Second World War for over 40 years. And he he just made the observations, which which were to me were just breathtaking, uh, all the way throughout the book. And that is America won that war through geography, resources, and logistics. But the key, the key was the third, the logistics. Logisticians won the second world war because we were able to take advantage of our geography while we were, were taking resources that had lain fallow and using logistics. We were building them into the air fleets, the naval uh, fleets, uh, the, the soldiers, the gear, the equipment, the tanks, the planes uh, and, and the, the, the men and women being put in uniform. We were able to do this because we were resource risk resource rich, we had the geography where they could not effectively hit us, but the logistics, the logistics, the logistics, the logistics are why we won that war. Because we were able to take all of that and we were able to fight two fronts simultaneously and, yeah. and defeat Nazism and the Empire of Japan. And 
the big three when it comes to logistics is food, energy, and water. Those are the big three, food, energy, and water. Food has been under attack for a while. Uh, and as I, I've got a great uh, video, I'm going to post it. Uh, of of um, This was done in June of last year by a Fox affiliate. You were actually watching about 100 uh, what, what are called migrants, but they're not migrants. See, when, when Joe Biden throws our borders open, not just people coming over here to work construction or pick fruit are coming over. These were hundreds of people, and this was going on for months, by the way, by, by June of last year, of, of these groups of people moving as if they are a unit coming across the border in full camouflage uniform. And it didn't occur to me until recently that those were probably Marxist militias coming up mm. like FARC and in, 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 uh, Colombia. Uh, and you have other, other uh, Marxist militias from Central and South America coming across the border. So those are like military units. Now, obviously, they're not wearing right. the camouflage uniforms, but uh, these mysterious fires have been going on for how long? And no one's been right. getting out in front of that or trying to explain. And of course, you've got Antifa and the eco-terrorists. And, and these people, some of them are, are highly trained or at least uh, brainwashed and willing to do stupid stuff. So it makes you wonder if there was a real investigation into East Palestine, into any of these other attacks, uh, what kind of characters you would find uh, who, who could have been running these ops, because these yep. things don't just happen with uh, one person. It takes some coordination. People need to start asking the right questions. People need to start asking the right questions. Why are these facilities fully involved? In other words, fully in, uh, aflame, before the first firefighting fighting units arrive. How is that possible? Why is that happening? Uh, why aren't any officials getting to the bottom of what caused these blazes? Uh, is anyone using the word arson? When it, I mean, when a facility is fully involved by the time you show up, that's multiple fires, uh, maybe involving thermite. I mean, so all of this is happening and nobody's asking the questions. Well, I was listening to Cliff High did a uh, audio um uh, piece uh, for his Substack, where he was just pointing out that uh, yes, the borders are wide open to let these Marxist militias in, along with other bad actors and terrorists from around the world, who are attacking our infrastructure. But the thing that he said that blew me away, and, I, and as somebody that covered the summer of love during 2020 <laughs> and watching Portland, Oregon, and Antifa, watching Seattle, Washington, and the Chaz, okay, watching all that. I didn't put two and two together until I heard Cliff High say this. The borders are wide open and your local, state, and federal officials are in place not to get to the bottom of it. They're not right. there to get to the bottom of it. They make sure you do nothing to prevent it. That's what they're there and, for. And this is this is part of a false flag op, isn't it? I mean, these different school shootings and different things, they, they have to have the people on the inside of the police departments and uh, these school districts and various jurisdictions where they occur because that's how you get away with something you have the you handle the oversight aspect of it as well it's not just the operators who pull off the op it's the people who are supposed to investigate uh what happens you have to get them compromised and and, and coordinated as well um, anybody remember a an incident called uvalde uh, that disappeared poof gone uh, that police chief stepped down. That's not going to be enough. I am never going to stop asking questions about that. Uh, that, that was, uh, unbelievable. They didn't follow their own procedures when it came to Uvalde and they received training. 
they had a they they had basically a manual. They had a procedure they were supposed to follow. They didn't follow any of them. Uh, so uh, as you mentioned, that Uvalde is one one big honking uh, red flag. I, I'm not sure if it was a false flag, but it's a red flag uh, on how right. our our local law enforcement are handling. Um, and how creepy is it, Dwayne, that in East Palestine they had uh, some kind of beta test run of some kind of application where people were supposed to report if they had difficulty breathing? It was like a digital ID? They had a freaking Netflix movie yes. where there was the exact same kind of situation that, that happened there. And people in East Palestine were extras in this kind of uh, simulation of what uh, actually happened? If you want to talk about soul war, I would say that that is karmic resolution. In other words, uh, Andrew Tate, who talked about this, by the way, Andrew Tate, the whole Andrew Tate thing, that guy is a constructed persona. Uh, Andrew Tate, the ultra over-the-top alpha male masculine model, is a constructed persona. He is His actual existence is a direct contrast i'm going to use the word contrast and dichotomy during today's show a direct contrast and dichotomy to what the new world order wants young men to be and he's doing it deliberately deliberately he's probably a psyop uh but it's one that i approve of because it's causing narrative whiplash uh you look at the soy uh, boys, you uh, running around today that can't change a tire. You look at the libs of TikTok, whose videos are growing more and more alarming by the week. Uh, of what people are supposed yeah. to be teaching our children, we, I, I we just, need he- healthy gender roles uh, once again. And, and Andrew Tate put out a video where he talked about the spiritual beliefs of the deep state, basically, and he talked about this idea of uh, karma, right? Karmic resolution. Yeah, getting back to that point, karmic resolution is the belief by Luciferians, and understand this, and I mean this with every every syllable, they worship Lucifer by harming the innocent. They worship Lucifer by showing their contempt for God's creation and God's children. This is how they worship. They worship by harming us. The more innocent, just like in Christianity, for example, our form of worship is to love God's creation and, and preserve innocence, right? And partake it's the in opposite. it, uh, it's the to, to shepherd it, yes. And theirs is to inflict themselves upon it. So nurturing or harm, we nurture, they harm. That's that's the dichotomy. So you're seeing a dichotomy here uh, with with regards to. Um, the 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 messaging what what they're presenting so i, I was mentioning andrew, andrew tate and i just i kind of got lost on a tangent okay karmic resolution if they if they uh openly say or show you what they intend to do these people believe they are absolved of universal consequence right and that is a lie okay warned you you were so stupid and ignorant that you didn't do anything about it you basically agreed to be a victim in this situation they they believe this it's not true it is a lie remember who they're worshiping they're worshiping the king of deception the king of all lies it is a lie uh there is universal justice there is universal judgment uh the fact that they're believing this siren song that the devil is whispering in their ear that that as long as they tell you they're about to rape the baby or they're about to murder the baby, rip the baby from the womb. Uh, that absolves them of all, you know, universal consequence. They truly believe that it is also not true. Uh, so 
at, at this point, what you're witnessing with that Netflix show is them showing and saying what the, what, what they intend to do. And now it's happened. Uh, once again, the timing of the, uh, what, what people are calling the American Chernobyl and the, the placement of those five cars practically over those two culverts is an attack on the water and the farmland of middle America. And by the way, uh, Trump is running DC from Mar-a-Lago. Uh, Trump is basically apparently running the, the Biden administration to some extent from Mar-a-Lago, because remember, uh, Biden was saying, well, I'm not going to give you guys a dime. Federal money was not going to flow into uh, Palestine, Ohio uh, after this happened. They even were on the record saying it. And then all of a sudden, Don Jr. mentions his dad is going to Palestine Wednesday of this week. And all of a sudden, three days ago, the 17th, <gasps> The uh, the White House uh, flipped its decision and said, oh, you know what? We found some uh, federal dollars after all. I don't know if they're going to follow through on that. Maybe they're waiting so for the news. Th- this the news is cycle. really mysterious, though, Dwayne. Do you think that, that Donald Trump has literal control o- over the Biden regime? Or do you think there's something else deeper okay. at play? Uh, I mean, I agree with the part where he's pulling the strings of people like Kevin McCarthy, right? Just yeah. breaking news just came out that he's handing... <laughs> all the January 6th footage, 14,000 hours to Tucker Carlson. And people were saying, oh, don't trust McCarthy. But, but Trump <laughs> is the puppet, puppeteer of that puppet. Uh, so Trump's running something, that's for sure. But you're saying possibly uh, even the Biden regime? Well, uh, once again, if, if I, I encourage people to go watch, if you can stomach it, uh, Biden's State of the Union address, where for the first hour he literally tried to roar, although he was mumbling, he tried to sound Trumpian for that first hour. He was actually extolling uh, Trump policies with Kamala Harris popping up every 30 seconds to, uh, to applaud. And the Democrats, because they're on cue, because that's what they do, they popped up like train seals. They were, they were clapping to, to basically the extolling of, of Trump-era policies. Now, whether Biden was taking credit for them. He was not, nonetheless, he was talking about American manufacturing. He was talking about uh, six or eight bullet points that were Trumpian. Now, the second half of the State of the Union, he was right back to all the tropes, uh, guns bad, abortion good. He was talking about uh, uh, climate change. He was giving all the tropes. Now, can you reconcile the first hour with the second hour? I can't. So my thinking is the now time is going to tell which side he was pandering to. Was Joe Biden actually extolling Trumpian or was he extolling the globalist? Uh, you know, we're, we're, we're going to find out who he was pandering to. Uh, I, I'd like to think that uh, everything Joe Biden is doing, uh, especially since his State of the Union, is is doing nothing but making him uh, making the dichotomy or the contrast more and more starkly apparent nothing more can can be said to be greater uh, of his doing this than what i found out this morning that he is in the ukraine meeting with zelensky in kiev uh, uh I, I call it kiev i will never call it kiev uh, it's kiev <laughs> it's uh, kiev in english and that's what's important so so you know Dwayne, just to pause right there, and I completely agree that Biden being in Ukraine whenever Ohio is having an ecological disaster is like so out of touch, so tone deaf, so, you know, 
uncompassionate and, and, and like you just don't care. And I don't know if that's demoralizing or if it, literally the patriots are writing the script on this to try to wake people up and try to show, show the contrast here. Uh, Both but what about, what about these new polls that came out? Uh, or, or, I don't know. This seems totally fake to me. But the people saying that Biden can beat Trump. Did you see these <laughs> poll numbers? No. All of a sudden, well, Biden's now he's popular in 2024. Uh, uh, you know, like did, this is weird because like Trump keeps posting, you know, the truth and the, the real polls uh, on, on his social media. So, you know, I, that brought me back down to earth. But but there was this narrative that was seeded recently. And it made me wonder if he is just pandering, if Biden is just saying, hey, I want to get more support. The only way to get support is to basically extol those those principles that people actually like, the Trump principles. Uh, so can can Biden win in a fair fight ever? No. No. <laughs> Joe Biden is Joe Biden. He's his own worst enemy. Uh, go back 50 years and... I mean, even Obama said that you can always, you know, Joe Biden can be trusted to f everything up, and he meant it. Uh, and and they still, he was still the vice president. Uh, Biden, uh, I, I believe, in the last ninety days of uh, the Obama administration, visited Ukraine twelve times. People are, are going to have to ask why that is, and I think it's because uh, the 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 key to unlocking what is this incredible fascination. That, that the Democrats have with Ukraine, or actually the Uniparty have with Ukraine, is that for the past 50 years, that's even going further back than the Maidan revolution in 2014, where they essentially hijacked and then looted Ukraine on behalf of the globalist uh, cabal, is you go back 50 years and understand that there are NGOs. This is where Soros's Open Foundation, Open Society Foundation, all this other stuff come, uh, comes into play. They have been placing NGOs uh, and operating these NGOs uh, in Ukraine for the past 50 years. Everything that is being done right now with our tax dollars, and, and, and again, Biden is there right now in, in, in Ukraine meeting with Zelensky and promising more billions of U.S. taxpayer dollars. And you have to, and, and, and again, it's become clear there is something in Ukraine they, that the uh, the uh, what, what I call the transnational criminal organization, that's what the DOJ calls it, uh, the TCO, cannot afford to lose. They they are yeah. desperate to preserve and. and I think it's more than just one resource, right? They had the bio labs, the child sex trafficking, uh, baby, the Bobby natural Parton, baby, Bobby natural Parton. gas, and the different economic oligarchical. Uh, system there to be able to just keep siphoning off uh, money, not only from the citizens of, of Ukraine, but shareholders and all, all kinds of stakeholders in that country. Uh, it's a black site, right? It's this this jurisdiction where they just had free reign. They could do whatever they wanted to do. And they and were included doing a, a lot of money laundering and a lot of different operations. Uh, and, and it's right next to Russia. So it's probably a staging ground to and, attack with one of those bastions of, and, of uh, freedom and, and nationalism. In a perfect act of projection, recently Kamala Harris stated that Russia is guilty of crimes against humanity and they're going to be held to account. Um, she didn't with, state what evidence or what crimes nope. or anything. Uh, Russia is stating that they have 20,000 documents and they have actual people. They have like actual persons 
that were in uh, some of these bio labs that were working for ostensibly the DOD uh, that were testing uh, pathogens on Ukrainian pe- on the people of Ukraine, apparently. Uh, to hear Russia talk, when I don't know whether they can prove this or not, but at least they're studying, they have some evidence, and they've shared some of it with the world community. As the UN just sits there and says, "Well, I'm not going to I'm not going to review your evidence because you don't have any evidence." They didn't say, "I'll review your evidence and then I'll determine whether or not it's it's true." From day one, the United Nations has stated, "You don't have any evidence, so I don't have to review it," uh, which is an odd take take uh, to, to 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 have. So at this point, Russia is stating they have evidence. It appears that uh, this. Whoever's running Ukraine, I call it like the transnational criminal organization. My brother calls them Hydra, which is like the the Marvel movie villain, or more like Spectre. That's the James Bond. Whoever these people are, they appear to have uh, using our resources, our tax dollars, and DARPA. They have broken every single Nuremberg Code in Ukraine. Which, by the way, the the Uniparty's. Nickname for Ukraine is the Devil's Playground. That's their nickname. They nicknamed it that. We didn't do that. They did that. The Devil's Playground. Uh, also, if you want to hear something really interesting and weird when it comes to the Soul War, uh, when uh, FTX went belly up about a week after the U.S. Uh, U.S. military sent auditors to Ukraine to start figuring out where all the weapons are going and where some of the billions we've sent them are being spent, about a week after that, FTX went belly up. Uh, that's weird. Okay, now there's a guy named yeah. Ad- Danny in India who has lost something like $500 billion in a very short period of time because his money laundering Ponzi scheme is also going belly up. Now, if, if you don't pay, now you have to understand all of this is interconnected. All of this is insidiously incestuous. When you understand that Disney is laying people off. Google's laying people off. Um, uh, a lot of these uh, tech uh, industry giants are all of a sudden having to lay a lot of people off. Hollywood is saying, okay, we're going to stop with the wokeness. I want people to focus on one thing. If money laundering is an issue here, if money laundering is an issue, and places like FTX and this Adani uh, fellow in India uh, if, if if it was actually not investment, if a huge portion of their investment was actually dark money being injected into their businesses for money laundering, uh, dark money, we're talking about illegal arms sales, we're talking about uh, human and child trafficking, we're talking about drugs. A lot of that dark money is being laundered back into the U.S. via these vehicles. These vehicles yeah. are suddenly going belly in up. In the case of FTX, they just donate them to Democratic and never Trump or politicians. FTX, for, for, for one thing, people think that wild-haired little dweeb, if they think he was running FTX at, at, at the highest level, no. Who was responsible for the billions that were going to the Ukraine? Do you think he was? No. It was his parents and the people that were running that show. He was simply the name and the face that was the f- the good false front showing, uh, uh, you know, to 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 the to the SEC. And by the way, they bought off the SEC. They bought off uh, federal invest the DOJ. They bought off the politicians. Well, that's they bought- how you, remember earlier with, with Uvalde. That's how you pull something off. You have yes. to have that that base covered, uh, the the oversight, and so. 
Sam Bankman-Fried's daddy is best friends with the SEC chairman, and that's that's how they handled that one. But there's an investigation. You know, I, I know these things are very slow. But eventually, the truth will come out about FTX and uh, how that scam worked. And that will bank. be just another boomerang against the deep state. Uh, these, the Biden laptop, the Biden investigation, all these things are, are drip dropping. Uh, what do you think? I want to get into UFOs. We only have so much time. But uh, what do you think are some of the major boomerangs that will be hitting the deep state as they go into panic mode with these UFOs and stuff? Major boomerangs. This is the year the, the I call it the reckoning or the boomerang. The b- back to my previous point because I didn't quite nail it, and that is, as these money laundering schemes, which were basically hidden as you know cryptocurrency and whatever else, uh, all of a sudden you notice the uh, Hollywood entertainment and big tech are having to lay off millions of people. This is because the woke BS they've been shoving down everybody's throats and losing their audience was being subsidized on the back end. Yeah. Buy that yeah. dark money. That's how they were doing right. it. And now that so there wasn't, gone, uh, there wasn't, there was a financial incentive for all these uh, institutions to toe that line, but it wasn't shareholder incentive. Right. It wasn't to be profitable for the shareholders. Uh, yep. Just like Twitter, the goal with Twitter was never to make money for shareholders. It was to toe that line uh, for Hydra, so to speak. Uh, and the money had to come from somewhere, so it came from. Saudi princes and things like that. Uh, so, okay, so we, this is the year of the reckoning. A bunch of boomerangs coming. What kind of sequence or like what can we be expecting coming up? Well, uh, notice that everything seems to have intensified after the Mar-a-Lago raid on Trump at his, you know, at, at his home. They raided a president's home, and what we're finding out is he had a bunch of folders with nothing in them. <laughs> and and at the same time, that sets precedent. Okay, then we 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 watch uh, Steve Bannon and Pete Navarro get arrested for defying congressional subpoenas, which, of course, the J6 people could all argue all day long that that wasn't a legitimate uh, uh, committee because they violated their own rules in forming it. Uh, However, uh, you know, Merrick Merrick Garland and the DOJ decided if you if you defy a congressional subpoena, that is a arrestable defense of offense. You can be charged and arrested for that, and tried and convicted. So, Steve Bannon's already uh, appealing his. Uh, Pete Navarro's has put has, has been put on hold. But the point is, now we're getting to the point where all of this this stuff is coming up. We're hearing that Hunter Biden, because you mentioned the laptop a minute ago. Anybody heard anything out of Weiss's office recently? Um, at fi- I find it very curious. Weiss is almost as t- is as tight-lipped as Durham. And by the way, let me say this about Durham. He's been in the news lately because they were expecting something to drop. Well, th- th- things are happening on Trump time and Durham time right now. That's it. Uh, so when it comes to Durham, Durham is about 50% done with the special counsel. I want to say that again for people that are all there out there. You're listening to all these people that are completely wrong on Durham saying, Oh, he's writing his final report. He's been writing that final report for three years. Okay. Stop listening to these people. Uh, What he is doing is he's building a Rico case. He's building a Rico case. The way you do that is you, you, you take the smaller fry, you put them on the stand during a trial or what have you. And you get their testimony and evidence entered into federal court. 
Once you've done that, like a master of time, space, and dimension, in the future, after he's indicted various people, Durham can reach back through time and space and take that evidence and that testimony that has been accepted by a federal court, and he can place it uh, in a current investigation or prosecution. People don't understand uh, what Durham is doing. My brother and I have watched this. Uh, okay, so if Durham is actually building a RICO case, he'll do this next, and then he does it. And I'm like, okay, check that box. Uh, so Durham is building a a, a a fantastic ironclad case. It's taking years. Uh, for people that think it's taking too long, I just mentioned he's probably halfway done right now. Uh, in the future, I expect to see uh, people like Breton, McCabe, and maybe, and, and I'm going to drop it. I'm going to say Hillary Clinton are going to be uh, arrested. Uh, that is going to happen uh, because, because you've identified them as major players in in, in this. Uh, Jake the Snake this Sullivan transnational, yeah. basically crime syndicate. They're they're hip locked to it. Clinton Foundation has a multitude of crimes all on its own that are have also been investigated. But at this point, uh, people need to remember uh, Durham's original job was to determine how. FISA, which is basically you're you're asking for a warrant to spy on an American citizen, they used to take that seriously. You discover that half of the Woods file, okay, I don't want to go into too long a detail, but you have to justify uh, why you're going to spy on an American citizen. And uh, you have to present this to the judge. It's called a Woods file. Um, and then every 90 days, you have to go back and you have to re-justify why you need to spy on this American. You can't submit the same thing twice. You have to have more evidence. Okay, what did you learn spying on this American? Because we gave you the, the okay to spy on this person with this warrant. What have you learned? And I need to look at that to determine whether I'm going to allow you to continue to spy on this American. That's a vice FISA judge. We come to find out that about half of these Woods files are completely empty. They're blank. They were simply rubber stamping. Somebody had managed to compromise our FISA court. Uh, this all goes back to 9-11, I believe. But at this point, what Durham was tasked with doing was find out how they suborned the FISA court, who did it. And and again, these are serious crimes. These are federal crimes. Uh, I could go. I could it sounds talk like about treason that. to me. I could talk. Uh, it's, it's yes. And it, it leads to far worse than simple treason, uh, selling out the country. Uh, I could talk about Hillary's server where basically she was the reason it was unsecured was pay for play. It wasn't that they hacked her. She was allowing them to see her mail as secretary of state, which means we had no, we had no national security for every day. She was secretary of state. We had no national security as a country. We had no national security. So all this is going to come back and boomerang on these people uh, talking about uh, defying congressional subpoenas, the Hunter Biden laptop. Uh, what's happening right now is Hunter is hemming and hawing and trying to figure out if if he can defy a congressional subpoena. Well, the answer to that would be no. Uh, just ask Steve Bannon and uh, Pete Navarro. If you if you defy a congressional subpoena, my brother's written several uh, uh, Substack articles on this. Merrick Garland is in hell right now because as a mouse, I don't think of him as a lion or a weasel. He's a mouse. Uh, he has to make a choice between he just said it's okay to indict, try and convict uh, Steve Bannon. And he's also uh, going to uh, ostensibly, unless something happens, he's going to try and, and probably convict Pete Navarro. Okay. And, and on the heels of that, just months later, all of a sudden he's supposed to say, well, 
you know, Hunter Biden could go ahead and ignore that congressional subpoena. Uh, he, he does not want to place himself in that hell because both sides will be furious at him and he'll end up probably being impeached. I mean, they, they would impeach him in a heartbeat if, if, uh, they, if the Congress submits subpoenas and he tacitly ignores them, uh, they are going to impeach him. Uh, this is I why it was so important for us to to win the House as Republicans. Otherwise, we wouldn't be able to be doing all of these investigations and so forth. Uh, so that was a major win. It was. Uh, and there's a famous photograph now of Marjorie Taylor Greene on the floor with some guy from Mar-a-Lago on the phone as she's handing the phone to various congressional members at that last and the, the last minute during that fi- just before that 15th uh, vote for speaker. So there's a lot going on. This is why I said, uh, and, and by the way, not, not only is Trump running DC and basically America and he, he moved Biden like, like he was a, one of his own pawns the other day, just by saying, Oh, you're not going to give any federal aid to Palestine, Ohio, which is like the modern American Chernobyl. Well, I guess I'm going to have to go down there and visit Palestine, Ohio, middle of next week. And all of a sudden Biden just, this White House does a complete 180, and all of a sudden, oh, we have federal tax dollars available for you. He's moving Biden effortlessly. At the same time, I just so sometimes learned, when you play chess, you can still be on the opposite team, but you're still forcing people to do certain moves. Yep, it's it's you're you're able to. They're dancing to your tune rather than the other way around. In other words, they've lost the initiative, and I don't think they're ever going to get it back. They lost the initiative. Something happened in February of 2021. Not sure what. They've lost the initiative. And after Putin went into the Ukraine uh, a year later, they've really lost the initiative. They're never getting it back. I uh, just wanted to point out that uh, – where is it? Where is it? Well, someone from the chat, uh, Mrs. J, said, don't forget Epstein co-conspirators case is still ongoing and sealed. Technofog posted the evidence. So that's just yeah. another major boomerang that exposing the child sex trafficking network that the Clintons once again were a part of people, people keep acting like uh, nothing's ever going to happen to the client list. And I've been saying for years, my brother as well, who was prosecuting or who, who prosecuted Maxwell, who was going to prosecute Epstein, who supposedly, and, and again, if there are secret grand juries, you wouldn't know about that, but it was the public corruption unit PCU have Glenn Maxwell or uh, Jeffrey Epstein ever held public office? No. Why is the public corruption unit? Uh, okay, I'll just uh, skip to the end. Uh, that 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 would be uh, the Florida uh, U.S. Attorney Alexander Acosta, former Trump Labor Secretary, is forced to resign. He was the one under pressure from uh, from Holder and Lynch and Obama, probably, to offer that sweetheart deal to Epstein. There's been so much going on, and that was to protect the Clintons. There's so much going on with regards to Epstein right now. If you want to know one of the reasons the craziness is happening to the point where they are literally creating a false news cycle so they will have uh, their their state media cover something other than the stuff that's dropping, uh, the client list is about to be made public. You know, the client list, certain people say, well, we'll never see the the light of day. Maxwell made a deal to keep it quiet. No, she's doing 20 years at, at what, what's ostensibly cov, club fed. You watch the more Maxwell acclimates to the understanding that she's there for 20 years, 
the more she's going to start figuring out what she could give up to reduce her time. Right. It's, it's a long-term negotiation for her. And I've seen that interview with her was disturbing because she was protecting um, the royal family and so forth. Yep. Uh, so we don't have that much time left. I want to make sure we do cover this, what you're considering a distraction from all the boomerangs, I guess, the UFO PSYOP. Uh, and, and what makes a PSYOP really effective is when it's somewhat real, right? So th there are objects up there. Are they weather balloons? Are they exotic drones? Are they from the military industrial complex? I don't know. But uh, there's something going on. And there, it's not just happening in the U.S. and Canada. I mean, even China joined the PSYOP saying that they had an object <laughs> over there. Uh, there was some in Latin America. So it's just one week, no UFOs, and the next week, three or four different countries are announcing UFOs. So this was injected into our consciousness. And uh, it makes you wonder what the end game is, because you can only distract so many times yep. with stupid balloons and drones. Eventually, you're going to have to show your hand. And do, what do you think the hand will be when they finally say, hey, this really is a shiny object for you to really look at? It's it's a perception war. Who controls your perception? I like what you said a moment ago. And what is going to be injected into our consciousness next? That is literally the job of state media. Uh, what uh, Snowden called NATSEC or National Security Media, which is basically the mainstream media is now security state media. That that's basically what they become. And and they're not there. That includes social media. I mean, now that social Twitter is taken over by Musk, it's a little bit different, but uh, they de-boost things they don't want you to watch and they boost things they do want you to, to watch. So it's the same machine. 5G warfare is the control of information. That is literally it. The control of information, you can control it by warping it. You can control it by twisting it. You can control it by withholding it uh, and not letting people see it. But there are numerous things you can do with information, but this is a perception war that we're in, also a soul war. When it comes to these uh, incidents or these events that are being injected into our con consciousness, I'm going to steal that. Uh, what what this is, is we had a balloon flo float for basically, while we were aware of it, about four to five days over the country, which was a Chinese balloon. We're being told, I mean, has it been substantiated? I'm not sure before it was shot down. Now, they shot it down over the water. One of the things I want people to realize is that that's also one way you might spread a pathogen. Just a thought. Yeah, anybody ever thought about that? Uh, and that's one of the reasons you don't shoot it down over the freaking continental U.S. Uh, but regardless of that, for four to five days, this thing, and apparently they knew about it, the Biden administration did, decided not to tell the American people. That is the antithesis of what a, a government that is shepherding the, the honestly shepherding the interests of the American people does. Captured. Yes. Uh, so what, what uh, that balloon does is it exacerbates everything Biden is doing right now hurts the Biden administration. This is president's day right now. And where is he? He's in Kiev, Ukraine. What the hell? Okay. So the dichotomy of, okay. So the people that are running Biden are either Dopey has been freed, people will understand what I mean by that if they follow the Q alerts, either Dopey has been freed or his handlers are just grinding our face into the fact that that he uh, is on a punitive campaign against the American people, which is what might actually be happening. 
uh, because here we are on President's Day, and he's in Ukraine promising billions more to Zelensky and, 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 and the country of Ukraine as Ohio suffers. And that cannot be uh, a, 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 a coincidence. For, for four to five days, that balloon was over this country, and then all of a sudden we hear about three or four more balloons. Think nothing more than Biden's faux machismo. Okay, Jack, you want some balloons? And there you go. He had, apparently ended up shooting down a U.S. weather balloon and a high school balloon. Uh, 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 a high school uh, had a balloon experiment or some sort of balloon project, and that was one of the balloons that was scrambled F-22s. Well. We got science projects going. Uh, but, you know, my question here, Dwayne, is this is going to have to escalate to something. And I think that the aggressive rhetoric towards China uh, from the Uniparty, of course, you got the, the anti-Russian rhetoric. They're, oh. they're trying to push this towards uh, World War Three is one distraction. Uh, aliens is another distraction. Maybe they'll try to mix the two psyops together. Got to have a world war against the aliens or something. Uh, let me just say this. Here's a prediction. Uh, Biden is in the Ukraine right now. I got a story here that says... U.S. officials warned Russia that Biden was going to be in Ukraine just hours before he arrived there. What if they launch some missiles at Kiev while Biden is there? You want to start a hot war. There you go. Yeah. He's in Ukraine. U.S. officials have warned Russia, hey, hey, we, you know, Biden's in Ukraine. You better not do nothing. And then if Biden, uh, Putin doesn't give a flip or somebody managed to manufacture an incident, while, while our the, ostensibly, I call Joe the asterisk president, but the uh, p- the people that be- people believe is currently the president of the United States is in uh, Kiev. That that would be uh, that that would be a quick way to start a short war. Yeah, good point. I mean, and and it doesn't have to be a real attack from Russia. Uh, it nope. can just be a Lusitania or a... Remember that, <laughs> that missile that was fired? It turned out it was a Ukrainian missile. Everybody said, it's Russian! And it actually killed three Polish farmers uh, until we figured it out. It got diffused. They were trying to literally start spark and start yeah. a war when that happened. And that was when they thought they thought Trump was about to announce something. If you recall, that was November fifteenth, yeah. I believe. That was they they were they were literally trying to start World War Three because they thought Trump was about to drop something uh, thermonuclear. <laughs> <laughs> and, and and so this is a war for narratives. And so uh, it's interesting that Trump is always holding that over them. Right at any moment, he could go on Twitter. Uh, he's chosen not to go on Twitter thus far, but. At any moment, he could call, have a rally. He could drop some kind of intel uh, at any moment that could change the whole game. And so they're ready with their distraction in their pocket to deploy that in, in case uh, Trump gets more aggressive with his narrative. A false news cycle. They are creating with all of these other additional derailments, with all of these other additional balloons, they are creating a false news cycle so they don't have to cover actual news of anything that might drop that they want to suppress. So what about the idea of Project Blue Beam and the, the, the deep state has been wanting to do a fake alien invasion where uh, basically there could be holograms or there could be a, a real attack to make it look like it was from uh, aliens and, and so forth. I mean, have you looked into any of this? Uh, because my, my uh, idea here is this is an opportunity 
we, it might have already happened for the white hats to to co-opt uh, the deep state psyop. For example, they could do a real disclosure about hidden technology uh, during all of this. Any thoughts? Um, I, honestly, my my take on intelligent life out there besides us would be uh, watch the movie or read the book Contact by Carl Sagan. I think that's a pretty sound uh, premise. When it comes to is anything happening right now, clearly we're being led to believe something's happening, uh, especially with the, the green laser beams over Hawaii, whatever China's doing. Uh, there is a hidden war going on. I absolutely believe that. I'm still trying to figure out what happened in Turkey. Uh, there are people openly claiming that the, the Turkey earthquake was, was not a natural event. Uh, and there are upwards of 40,000 dead now. So whoever did that, if in fact it was not a natural occurrence is obviously, uh, in, in league with the devil, because that is a horrific act, uh, that, that took a lot of innocent life. Um, so at this point there are things happening, uh, in, in the news cycle, you just have to use discernment by the way, that is one of the things they fear from the awakened. Uh, once you awake, your your discernment, you need to start working on that. And then you receive what I call uh, you basically human consciousness begins to reach a higher plateau. Uh, this is what they were always afraid of. This is why they keep us divided. They try to divide us. We have really nothing uh, uh, intrinsically against my nature as an American to the nature of people of Russia. But we've been set at each other's throats ever since the, the uh, Berlin Wall came down. Uh, why does NATO even exist now? The Soviets are 40 years ago. What happened? Uh, and as it turns out, uh, it's looking more and more like the UN and NATO are a force for oppression and suppression. It, what's interesting to me is that there, there's an alliance already being formed, uh, similar to World War II, where you had the Axis and the Allies. Only now it's kind of flipped. Uh, where you've got a Russian-Chinese BRICS alliance versus NATO uh, versus the West, and you've got the UN Security Council where Russia and China are agreeing that there are bad biolabs in Ukraine. They're agreeing on the important topics. And Taiwan. Yeah. Uh, yeah, a lot of important topics. So, so this could erupt into something. So that's why the U.S., uh, the regime there uh, is so important because if uh, the deep state wants to have a conflict, probably not against Russia and China, <laughs> but people, they want to they want to get all three great powers to fight with each other somehow. People uh, may not agree with this, but I believe BRICS will eventually become a BRICS uh, under the leadership of a uh, Donald Trump who has circled back to the White House. We will join the BRICS community. The petrodollar will cease to exist. Uh, we will go back. I don't know what it's going to look like or what we'll call it, but we will go back to a resource-based currency, a currency that is actually based in reality. Uh, like gold, for example. Gold, silver, you name it. Yeah, we're, we're going to go back towards resource-based. Uh, you can even do commodities like uh, eggs, <laughs> fl uh, wheat, oil, flour, oil, oil, yep, all of it. And you, you can, uh, as long as it's resource-based, based by something real, something tangible, something that can also be exchanged, then uh, that is our pathway back from this debt slavery that that the uh, the centralized banks have been uh, pushing humanity into uh, for the past century at least. 
Well, I think that's an amazing prediction. And, you know, Donald Trump has said so much already uh, that he believes in, uh, you know, the U.S. not policing the world anymore, that we don't need to be that world police anymore, uh, that we can still be strong, but we can be sovereign and each region can handle their own stuff. And so that sounds like a regions of responsibility. Absolutely. Regions of responsibility. Uh, this is why he was uh, celebrated so handily by the Saudis when he arrived uh, for his first state visit after being elected president. Trump was given honors and and was they they basically almost lifted him on the, uh, their their shoulders. They actually did a sword dance with them, which is an an amazing moment, an event in world history, which which the uh, world is going to remember. Uh, regions of responsibility, which have to be done by nation states that are sovereign. This is literally, I agree with Burning Bright, this is the globalist one world government versus nation states who want self-determination. Yes. Dwayne, such a pleasure to pick your brain about these things. And I'm looking forward to having more episodes of Soul War with you. And the way it's going to work is we're going to do the live stream. People can access it. It's going to be protected in locals for 24 hours. So people who want to join, go to Sean Morgan Report locals.com it's 10 bucks a, a month or it's two dollars per stream to access and then it gets uh, sent to everyone else uh, in on the podcast and so forth uh, after a day uh, for everyone to enjoy but if you want the breaking info you want to interact with me and Dwayne and the other uh, guests uh, in that first live stream and for the first 24 hours on this breaking news then just join the locals below uh, Dwayne where can people go to access your your work on Substack? My work. Okay. Um, let's see. Substack, you would go to, and let's see, I need to get the, okay. That would be Brent Cates, one word, Brent Cates, C-A-T-E-S dot substack dot com. That's my Substack. And on Twitch, let me see, let me pull that up real quick. That is my second uh, place where I spend most of my time. I do a, 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 a nightly, a weekday, uh, show every uh, weekday at 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. And that one is twitch.tv forward slash Dwayne Cates. Or just look under on Twitch t- on Twitch TV, just look under uh, Dwayne Cates, one word, uh, and you'll be able to pull me up. And those are pretty much the two places. I also am on Truth Social under at Dwayne Cates. Thank you so much, Dwayne. Thank you for your great analysis. And I believe that now that Elon Musk has control of Twitter, that your following is going to grow and grow and grow. And uh, you're going to become uh, a thought leader once again, as that was taken from you. And I really appreciate you being on the show here today. So God bless you, Dwayne. And we'll talk to you soon. God bless all of you guys. We'll see you later. Bye-bye.